Before we get started, I want to try something with you all. My goal is to get Founders Journal to 500 reviews on the Apple Podcast app by the end of this week. We're currently sitting at 470. We need 30 more reviews. I know we can do it. The community is so much larger than that, but I also want you to understand why it's important. Getting more reviews and the speed of reviews that you get is of paramount importance to getting more people to discover your podcast on Apple Podcasts. It is the number one way to do it. So by getting us from 470 to 500, we're not just getting 30 more reviews, we're opening up the podcast to thousands of more people who didn't know about the show before, but now because of these extra reviews, they will know about the show. It is the best way to grow a community around a podcast. If we get there, I'm going to host a Zoom happy hour for all of my listeners. It'll be a great way for you to meet other people in the Founders Journal community, as well as for you to meet me, and I can answer any questions you have around startups, entrepreneurship, career, etc. Now, or after the show, head to the Apple Podcast app and give Founders Journal a review. Thanks in advance, everyone. Now, on to the show. What's up, everyone? This is Alex Lieberman, co-founder and executive chairman of Morning Brew. Welcome back to Founders Journal, my personal audio diary, where I give you, the business builder, the tools you need to think better in order to build better, whether that's building a business, a team, or a new product. This is part two of building your tribe. Last episode was about what a tribe consists of. Today's episode is about how you actually go about building a tribe that aligns with your values. Let's hop into it. Just as a quick refresher, if you didn't listen to last episode, I talked about what your tribe is, why it's important, and what inputs contribute to your tribe. Simply put, your tribe is a combination of all things that you spend the most time connecting with. This includes people or one-on-one connections, communities, whether it's an online community, a college community, a religious community, content, whether that be books, videos, podcasts like this, websites, and the fourth is role models, people you do or don't have a relationship with who you admire for a particular trait or skill set, and so you want to study them. This definition of your tribe is really important to understand because it respects the power of the internet and acknowledges that the quantity and types of connections that shape who you are are far more broad than the old adage of, You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Now that you have the foundation, the question becomes, how do you build your tribe intentionally? One that helps you grow into the values you want to embody and in turn helps you accomplish the goals you want to accomplish. My goal is to give you that playbook because if you have the playbook, you can use it for the rest of your life. And I truly believe it can be an accelerant for the person you want to be. So just to take a step back for a second, Why am I talking about this? I'm in the middle of reading Jay Shetty's book called Thinking Like a Monk. And in it, he talks about how studies show that if a friend who lives in proximity to you becomes happier, the odds that you become happier as well go up by 25%. And I believe this is true for everything, not just happiness. So here's what you're going to do. You'll need two blank sheets of paper and a pen. So literally pause the episode now and go grab them. On the first piece of paper, I want you to write down four lists. Each list represents a different input or part of your tribe. So the first list is personal connections. You're going to go ahead and write down five to 15 of your closest personal connections. 
So as I go about this, I'm writing down my friend Sawhill, my co-founder Austin, my girlfriend Carly, my mom Stacy, my sister Sydney, and several others. My list, I think, is sitting right around 18 people right now. Then below that, you're going to start a second list. And that second list is role models. Like I said, these are people you know or don't know, alive or no longer with us, who embody one or several of the traits that you would like to emulate and therefore study. As I went about writing down my role model list, something that I realized is I actually don't have a lot of role models that come to mind easily. And those that do are people I call role models but I don't study them as if they're actually role models, as if they're people who I want to emulate and study. I kind of just call them role models. This is something that's important for me to acknowledge because it makes me realize that I've been neglecting this input of my tribe, that I have a few role models. I call them role models because we're told to have role models in society, but I actually haven't been treating them like role models in the sense of learning more about them to emulate them in the ways that I want to emulate them. So on this list, I wrote down, my dad. I wrote down LeBron James and I wrote down Jay Shetty. And all three of these people embody different values from one another, each of which that I want to embody myself. I'll give you a great example of a role model who I had initially written down, but then I realized I actually haven't studied this person. And so it's kind of a fake role model. So this person was Elon Musk and Elon Musk Musk is like the most cliche role model because Millions of people write down Elon Musk. But if you were to ask me how much I know about Elon Musk, how much I've studied Elon Musk, the answer is not enough to call him a role model. Yes, I follow him on Twitter. I know the companies he started. I've read parts of essays about him, but I haven't read the book about him. I haven't read uh, Tim Urban or the writer of Wait But Wise long blog posts about Elon Musk. So I don't think I have the permission actually to call him a role model until I truly study him like he is a role model. So that's your second list, the role model list. The third list you're going to write down on this piece of paper is your communities. These are collections of people that you share some form of unifying bond with. For this list, I wrote down the tech and venture capital Twitter community the University of Michigan, where I went to college, the Jewish community, and that's kind of it. Not to say you need to have more communities than that, but something that I noticed is I don't identify as being part of any physical community, and that's largely a function of being nomadic for the last year and a half. I'd be interested, as you go about this exercise, do you notice yourself being parts of physical communities? And my guess, as I think about this now, is probably physical communities become more common as you get older in life and potentially settle down with a family in cities or suburbs and spend a lot of time there around other people at similar life stages to you. So that's the third list. And then the fourth and final list on this first sheet of paper that you're going to write down is your content. And here you're going to write down the 10% of content sources where you consume 90% of your content right now. So for me, it's Jay Shetty's thinking like like a monk who I had mentioned before. It's Amazon's shareholder letters. It's Ben Thompson's newsletter, Stratechery. And it's Lori Gottlieb's podcast, Dear Therapist. Once you've finished, what you should have is a piece of paper that has four lists. It has people, role models, communities, and connections. And for the four types of lists in your tribe, you have a list of two to 15 items on each list, depending on what the input is. So now you're going to take that piece of paper and put it to the side, grab the other sheet of paper, and here's what you're going to do. 
On sheet number two, what you're going to do is write your name down in the middle and you're gonna draw a circle around it. Next, you're gonna connect your name bubble to several other bubbles. Each one of them will have a value written inside of it. And these values are the values that you want to embody in your life. So for me, I just picture this. I had Alex Lieberman written as a name bubble in the middle of the paper. And then I had seven other bubbles connecting to this middle bubble of my name. And those were my values. And so my seven values that I want to live by and embody were empathy, discipline, service, happiness, curiosity, playfulness, and self-awareness. And I'd suggest when you do this exercise, you max out at eight values. Otherwise, it's really tough to focus on having a clear vision for who you want to be. Once you have your name surrounded by a web of values, that's when this becomes fun and honestly eye-opening. So what you're going to start doing is taking all of the items from the four lists you created on the first sheet of paper and start assigning them to values on your second sheet of the values that you most embody. So for example, I had my name bubble drawn to the bubble of discipline. That was one of the seven values. And then when I thought about my friend Sahil and the value that he most embodies for me, it's discipline. So then I drew a line from discipline to a bubble that had Sahil's name on it. I repeated this process for every person, role model, community, and piece of content that was on that first sheet of paper, basically assigning them on the second sheet of paper and actually drawing them into bubbles. If it doesn't feel natural to assign one of the items or several of the items on your list to a value on the second sheet of paper, that's okay. Just leave that item to the side. Don't connect them to a value. And that's part of the point of this exercise. So you'll be done with the exercise when on the second sheet of paper, you have your name in the middle, you have three to eight values connected to your name, and then you have the majority of the items from your lists on your first sheet connected to values on your second sheet. This is the point at which you can really learn from the exercise and understand how, if at all, you'll want to evolve or refine your tribe. So here's a few things to get you started in analyzing your tribe. First, take note of the things that you couldn't assign to a value. What I would do is get curious about why that is. So if it's a family member, maybe it's the fact that because you're really close to them, it's hard to separate out specific values. Or maybe they don't embody any of the values, but that's okay because your connection to family trumps the need to satisfy a value. Then let's use a different example. If it's something like content, where it's a bit easier to change your connection to it or the inclusion of that content in your tribe, maybe you can be a, a bit more ruthless about its need to satisfy one of your values. And if it doesn't, you cut it out or replace it with something that is more closely aligned. Another thing to take note of is areas where values are unoccupied. So for example, for me, my values of curiosity and empathy were way less occupied by my current tribe than service and discipline. It's fun to think about why that is, but also how can I make thoughtful changes to my tribe to introduce things that will help me become more curious or empathetic because of the inputs I surround myself with. Just using the example of curiosity, because I said curiosity is way less occupied than service and discipline. Maybe I can do something like create a Twitter list with the 20 most curious people I follow on Twitter, and that becomes one of my most common content sources. 
or maybe for empathy, maybe I ensure that I have an empathetic role model who I can study and reflect on what makes them so empathetic so I can try and embody it myself. You can even take one input and turn it into another. Like I could take the Twitter list of the 20 most curious people. Maybe as I'm following that list, I find one or two people that I'm like, wow, these people are in a different level of curiosity from everyone else. I actually want to study them further. So I either want to use them as their own content input and study everything they've ever written, or maybe they're a role model of mine who I'm going to try to actually reach out to connect with in person and study at a way more granular level. Think about how important being able to do this exercise is. For the rest of your life, in your career, and in your personal life, you're going to have goals that map back to your values. And one of the fastest ways to become your values is to surround yourself with a tribe that lives those values. And if that's the case, why don't we take the time frequently to audit and adjust what we surround ourselves with? This is the playbook to do that. I hope you enjoyed the exercise. And if you have any questions about building your tribe or any of the inputs that go into your tribe, shoot me an email at alex at morningbrew.com. As always, thanks so much for listening to Founders Journal, and I'll catch you next episode. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.